In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Well, I'm glad you're listening still this week. It's sort of ironic that I entitled this podcast, Are You Listening? And now we're talking about how we shouldn't be talking so much. But that's really something that I should think about as a teacher of the scripture, as a pastor, as one who has a podcast or four, I should be very, very mindful of what it is that I say. Because as we've already seen in the book of James, the small little tongue, the words that it speaks, can actually change people's lives. So we have a lot of power in the sense of how we speak and what we do when we tell people things. They can change their entire outlook. They can change their entire direction in life. So we need to be careful. I ask you to pray for me as I continue to podcast and teach that I would stick close to the Word of God and not allow my commentary to convolute the truth. By the Lord's grace, I pray that doesn't happen. Today, I want to ask the question, how our mouth makes messes. Didn't mean for that to be alliteration on the M, but it just sort of worked out that way. Well, here's some thoughts that I have right off the top of my head about how we often get into trouble with our mouths. As a child, I was always told that I spoke too much or too often. You know, you've heard the old adage that a child should be seen and not heard. Well, there's some truth to that. The main reason that it's taught a lot of times is because children enter a room with their mouths. In my home, I tell my children often, even from young age, I'd say, you enter your room with what? And they will say, with my ears. We should listen so that we make sure that what we are doing when we enter into a conversation is not interrupting or worse, frivolous. We need to make sure that we're paying attention to what we are hearing rather than just coming in and piping in with our opinion. Oftentimes we speak too much and we talk too much. I have been accused of being verbose and I do not deny that. But I pray by the Lord's grace that I don't just interject when it's not my turn. And moreover, I pray that I don't stick my nose into people's conversations if it's not necessary. Whoa, maybe we should think about that when we talk about social media. But not only speaking too much, sometimes we can speak too often. I think these things go together. But there's another aspect of being overly talkative, and that is when we speak too freely or too openly. That means that we share things that are not necessarily beneficial for our hearers. We may say that it's intimacy, but in the end, sometimes we express things too much, we tell too many details, and we become gossipy even about our own lives to the point that it starts to become an undue burden on those who hear us. This is often true in so-called prayer meetings. As you hear people talk about their problems, then they begin to talk a little bit too much about those things in a little bit too much detail, and now all of a sudden these words cannot be brought back in, and neither can the visible images inside the mind of the listeners. So we ought not speak too freely. I've got a sort of a rule. It's not necessarily a biblical rule, but it's a rule that we hold to in our home. There's several things that we do not talk about unless they are in a direct, organized conversation. That would be politics. That would also be finances, and that would be sexual intimacy. 
We don't talk about these things freely and openly in general conversations. Now, in counsel and in certain circumstances where people are seeking wisdom, especially from the Word of God, we may have to enter into some of these topics. But they're not just loose conversations. So we shouldn't speak too openly about those things. After all, they are often times of either bragging or complaining. We should strive to try to keep those types of topics off the table. That brings me to my next point. We need to create a barrier with our mouths about speaking on polarizing topics. Now, some people say, well, the gospel is polarizing. Yes, but you can teach the gospel without being a jerk. You can also talk about the truth of Scripture without being polarizing. Let me give you an example. Well, one could be, here's the truth of the Scripture. Here's what the Bible says in verse such and such of this particular book. And if you don't believe that, you're an idiot. See the point? The idiot is not necessary. And that's not necessarily a polarizing topic. However, it is name-calling, and it is very polarizing. We should not speak in such a way that every time somebody hears us, they think, oh, what's he complaining about again? I've actually been that type of person, and a young person actually told me one time, he said, Pastor, I love you, and I learn a lot from you, but lately everything you talk about is so negative. You're always complaining. Doesn't the Bible say that we're not supposed to complain? to which I had to respond, forgive me, and then change my behavior. And I began to pray that God would help me not complain. Something else that we do often that causes damage with our words is when we speak with dogma and assert things that aren't necessary to be asserted and they're not necessary to be dogmatic. We can speak the truth in love and we can also speak the truth with gentleness and respect. We can say what is true without being in such a way overbearing. We don't have to come into a room and begin to become this assertive fool that just comes in and just wants to tell everyone what's wrong with everything and command everybody to listen to us in our expertise of absolute orthodoxy and we know what's best about the weather, we know what's best about the economy, this is true, that is true, and everything in between is true. And if this is not what you believe, then oh well, listen to me, I'll tell you how to think. These types of people are even difficult to be around. I don't personally want to listen to somebody who always has something to say. I love a good teacher, and I will sit for hours under the mouth and the voice of someone who cares about me, who wants to teach me things, even practical things, about the world. But more importantly, if they love me, they're very careful not to be so dogmatic and assertive when they teach. That brings me to the final thing that I want to talk about today. Sometimes we make a mess with our mouths when we speak for the purpose of just being heard, or we speak for the purpose of being right, instead of speaking for the purpose of building up, encouraging, teaching, and equipping. The Bible teaches it often. We should be gentle. We should be respectful. We should be kind. And, and sadly, in our day, there seems to be this really huge disconnect with being kind and gentle and speaking the truth in love with, with being, I don't know, politically correct. You, can, you don't have to be politically correct. There's nothing about the gospel that is PC. But friends, don't fall prey to the idea that in order to speak up and teach, you have to be this bullhorn that overcomes everything. Jesus did not even do that in the practice of his own public ministry. Neither did the apostles. So let's just cut to the chase and realize that those who teach are supposed to love those who are listening. Even when they disagree with us, even when they don't see our point of view, even when they're angry, and especially when they hate us. 
We're to bless them, to love them, to weep over them, and to pray that God would use us in a way that we could preach the gospel and teach others. And this goes to everything, not just spiritual matters, but in life's matters. If we learn to listen and not use our words as weapons, we don't have to, what we hear often in our area is, I'm just going to keep it real. You know how to keep it real? Sometimes it's just to be quiet and pray. And so as we close our time out today, I thank you for listening, and I pray tomorrow you will pay attention when I talk about not talking and how sometimes we can make a weapon of silence. Lord bless.